Nation's Batman, Ben Affleck, is on the Today Show talking about the culture of sexual harassment in Hollywood. Didn't he blow up his marriage by uh, doing it with the nanny? Yeah. I guess, is, that sexual, is that sexual harassment or is that just... Being a dog. Love. Because I think they're still together, aren't they? Him and the nanny? Batman and the nanny? No, I don't believe so. No, you don't believe so. It was no. an ongoing relationship. No, I, that's actually, a shame. I, he's but, actually dating like a Saturday Night Live writer or producer or something like that. Oh, I think I did read that. Yeah. Batman and the nanny. <laughs> Tuesday <laughs> nights on NBC. <laughs> but he With has, Kevin James. <laughs> he himself has had his own accusations against him. He's trying to come out and play the... I'm sorry, we all need to be better sort of ah, role for that's, him. That's a good angle. To but go I, I can't forgive him because he's horrible at Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, and I don't know how much time we want to spend on this. We need to get to clips of the week uh, for one thing. But the NFL, the unstoppable, the monumental, the it's practically got one of the stripes on the flag. NFL is exp- it's imploding. Never mind the, the brain problem, which is incredibly serious. The uh, the commissioner and, and Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, are now in an open war. There's discussion about yanking his franchise from him. There's anger, really? there's bitterness, and, and, and there are threats, and it's, it's crazy. I've never seen this in pro sports. I mean, when, when who was that old racist who owned the Clippers? Donald Sterling. Oh, oh Sterling. Yeah. I'd forgotten about him. Was, I don't want you going out with any black guys no. to his, his weirdo mistress. She could go out with them. She couldn't be seen publicly with them. Right, and don't bring any black boys to an NBA game. What? She, so this is She make... wasn't his mistress. She was his archivist. That's right, because he had so many things needed to be filed. So <laughs> when he had those aids. Oh, I remember oh, that's that. Right. That's right. When he had talking about Magic Johnson. Oh, wow. So anyway, th- that was calm and gentlemanly compared to what's going on right now between Jerry Jones, the ancient, uh, you know, and, and he's an interesting character, owner of the Dallas Cowboys, and the commissioner, Roger Goodell. Um, football is huge soap opera. It's imploding. So, anyway, we may touch on that. Um, yeah, we'll touch on that. Now it's time to take a, what do I usually say? Fond look back. Is it a fond look back? That's funny. I said that this morning, and it didn't sound right. Yeah, that's right. The human brain. Mm. No wonder it works at all. <laughs> Time to fix, take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cal Clips of the Week. You know, I'm not going to dispute anything, but I don't remember anything like that. And together, we're going to end the spirit of divisiveness in this country by focusing on how we won the governor's races in two of the ten states we care about. If you got your thing thing out, and she got all her clothes on, you're wrong! Tell Don Jr. is in trouble because his dad just demoted him to Eric. But I will not accept and reject accusations that I have ever lied. That is a lie. We have to be very careful investigating Hillary Clinton. If you say her name three times, she runs for president automatically. Do you take a straight edge? And you go from one end, and you follow the, the horizon of the ocean, and you go straight edge just to the other end, and it's it's flat. I'd like to start off by saying sorry for stealing from the stores in China. Uh. 
We could never have come this far. I'll take the good times. I'll take the bad times. I love you just the way you are. I don't know how I missed this story being in this industry, but yesterday the FCC voted to repeal a 42-year-old rule that stopped a lot of the consolidation from happening in newspapers, radio stations, and television stations that is now going to happen rampantly. Right. And the world of radio, television, and newspaper uh, is going to be in the hands of just a few companies. It's good for everyone, Jack. The the forty two year old rule keeping that from happening. They they said, well, with you know, with uh, the internet and the blogs and everything out there, we, we got plenty of diversity of viewpoints. There's no need to uh, make sure that these things aren't consolidated in, in in you know a few powerful hands because uh, the the blog on the internet is going to go up against all the major newspapers of the country, for instance. Which it it won't, by the way. I'm I'm trying to sound sarcastic if I'm not doing a good job. I think this is a terrible idea. On the other hand, we're dying. Signed, newspapers. Yeah, well, yeah. But, but, um, you know, until I see different, there just aren't the, the, uh, the Internet sites that are doing the big-time, long-form reporting that you still get out of the Washington Post, the New York Times, the L.A. Times, those kind of newspapers around the country. Right. right. There, there isn't a single blog on the planet that could do the Ronan Farrow piece taking right. down Harvey Weinstein. Right. And and you get you get all the TV, radio, newspaper in, a, in just a couple of hands, and there's going to be less of the good stuff. I think that's guaranteed. Yeah, well, I don't know. You know, it's funny. There's a, uh, there's a uh, frequent note struck by people who who don't like us or want to shame us or whatever i guess your overlords won't let you talk about x and y (laughs) we have no overlords i mean we really don't there are you wouldn't you would not believe how little overlording there is oh my god i mean it would shock you oh please (laughs) There, there are some days we're tempted to just see how insane we can get before anybody notices but nobody cares anyway um there are only very few things that we can't talk about um, because it's in the contract, for some for very defensible legal reasons. We can't disparage specifically the people we work for. It's in the contract. Makes sense. Right. Everybody signs that if you have a contract. Um, And there are aspects of the radio business, certain legal aspects of the radio business, the contracts with those companies say you can't have people on air talking about it. And, but that's like the only stuff that we can't talk about. But it's part of the industry. Um, and so I'm, the reason I bring that up is, boy, in terms of you know consolidation and broadcast licenses and who can own them and who can't and who ought to and the rest of it, I don't. I don't know how strongly I'm allowed to express any particular opinion. Honestly, gotcha. Probably shouldn't even brought it up. Okay, I won't. No, I mean me. In not, retrospect, not you. M- me. I mean you. You were fine. Um, and that was a three-two vote, by the way, in the FCC. Really, to repeal that forty-two-year-old law. So one person made the decision. We'll see where that goes. Well, you know, if it goes badly, we can always change back. I suppose. Mm. Although there's there's a lot of money involved, yeah, I, and and when there's a lot of money involved, I don't know if you've ever studied government, but uh, yeah, sometimes it's hard to get stuff done. We'll see. 
Yeah, we will see. Let's all see together. Um, so which direction do you want to go? I mean, in this Let's see. Final... My house is northeast. <laughs> final hour of the program. Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I have a lot of great stuff for you. I, it's up to you. You want more on uh, reckoning with the sex crimes of Bill Clinton? I don't know. I've had about enough of sex crimes for one day. Yeah. Are, are, are people coming out and saying Bill Clinton should have resigned so then they can f- more full-throatedly go after Trump? Which I think is going to happen a lot this weekend. Right. They were forced into finding their morals in order to attack Donald Trump. That's just delightful. Really, really inspiring. (laughs) These are real profiles and courage we're witnessing. If in retrospect you say, I think Bill Clinton should have gone, then it's a lot easier to say, and I think the current guy should go. You know what? And I think Warren G. Harding should have uh, should have resigned, too. How much moral courage does it take for me to say that at this point? You know what I mean? I mean, I appreciate it. People being honest, finally. But I don't appreciate it a lot. <laughs> is, I've, I've heard many people speculate, is practically every man in America going through their mind and thinking, did I ever? I did that. There was that one time. Is yes. every man in America doing that and yes. worried? I mean, yeah. unless you have lived an exemplary lifestyle, especially those of us who've who've enjoyed what might be described as a fun-loving life. Perhaps there was intoxicating drink involved. I, I did. I said what to you? No, I didn't. I No, I didn't. And the older you are, the more freewheeling things were back in the day. I don't know. You any comment on that? Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. 415-295-KFTC. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. As much howling from uh, from the powerful about Trump as I would expect and his uh, accusers, I wonder if even Democrats think, I just don't want to go through this. Is that possible? I just don't want to get into it. He's Do you mean in- the accusers are like media people and, and government people? Uh, government people. Okay. I don't feel like they're making a concerted effort like I kind of expected to turn this into, what about Trump? And I wonder if maybe they just don't want to go there. Interesting. So you, he's, yeah, he's, why he's is imploding Nancy... on his own. We got a chance to win. Let's just right. not. Why is Nancy Pelosi not up there with crocodile tears streaming down right. her face? We're going right, to win yeah. forty seats next year in the House if we if we work play our cards right. Let's just not upset the apple cart. I interesting. Wonder. I don't. I that's that's really an interesting question. I have no idea. Because I assume that would be a big part yep. of what happened today. It really hasn't been. It's come up, but we're 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 talking about you know we have our eyes on various TV monitors, news stations, the rest of it. But uh, I don't know. Maybe there's just so much s flying around. Nobody knows. I mean, so much poo has hit such a large fan. <laughs> nobody knows which piece to focus on. Has that ever actually happened? Where did that expression come from? Now, there's an expression I don't have any idea 
what the genesis of it is. When the S hits the fan. Was that a common occurrence back in the day? <laughs> was that like in your, your barn that would happen? Yes, or? Michael, do you know? I mean, it'd be a terrible mess. <laughs> I got to think back in 1835, somebody said, hey, watch this. and <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, my. Well, that's quite the mental image. Anywho. Anywho. It's time for Stories We Won't Be Covering with Positive Sean. It is with headline. Sean, we'll let you know how much we want. All right. Well, we got some people whispering, is there a Cool Runnings 2 in the way as a Nigerian team has qualified for the Winter Olympics as bobsledders? Uh, Nigerians? They have mountains in uh, Niger, right? I don't know. Possibly no snow, though. Uh, the It is Possibly? the first... Of, I'm not a meteorologist, Joe. And the, <laughs> and the first African bobsled team, women or men, to qualify for the Olympics. For this upcoming Olympics in yes. a couple of days? Yeah, That's no. nice. Those are plucky folk. Yeah, good yeah, no, uh, At least one of these women was a sprinter for Nigeria in the 2012 games, uh, following uh, the same sort of plot from the Cool Runnings movie, which never forget had John Candy cast as a former Olympian. <laughs> Is there something they don't do in Italy? Because I think having been born there, most countries have really liberal laws on whether you can be on their Olympic teams. Is there something? I mean, A sport it, you could compete in? Yeah, I'd, I'd be terrible at it, but I'd be the only guy in Italy, so I'd make the team. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm a pretty decent shot with a rifle. But surely they have a marksman team or whatever. But eh, there you go. Maybe not. That dream has died, like most of mine. What do you got next, John? Uh, we got some Netflix news coming out. Uh, a couple things. Dave Chappelle has announced the release of his third stand-up special of the year. Uh, it will be released on December 31st. He released two specials earlier in the year that were taped from a couple years back, so somewhat dated material. This is the third in his Netflix deal of a $60 million comedy stand-up special deal. $60 million for a stand-up comic. Wow. What do you got next? Uh, If you're looking for something that's not the Justice League to watch this weekend, also on Netflix, uh, Jim and Andy. Now, this is the story about the the movie The Man on the Moon, where Jim Carrey played Andy Kaufman. And apparently, Jim Carrey never broke character on this movie. They filmed it the whole time. He was a very disruptive person to make a movie with, essentially channeling Andy Kaufman for the duration of this movie. This is like a documentary, then? Yes, very much so. And it is kind of tied together with a modern interview with Jim Carrey from about a month ago, uh, or probably more longer than that. So it's a movie about making the movie. Yes, but like he would do, like in between takes, he would drive the the car that they were using for the scene, he would just crash it into the wall. If he didn't like a certain take, he would just pour drinks on his co-stars. Like they they were were very protective. Cut it out. That's enough. (laughs) No, this looks fantastic. I can't wait to see this. enough. Um, also, one last note from the uh, Why TV Sucks Now. CBS is remaking Stripes, the 1981 Bill Murray movie, as a TV show. Oh, wow. Good okay. job with that. That will yeah. be poor. Yeah. All right. And finally, all the new rage these days in therapy is something called rage therapy or destruction therapy. Now, Rage Ground is a place in Los Angeles that specializes in this. And essentially, people get to go in there. Uh, rage Ground supplies the, the sledgehammers, crowbars, bats. And you get to break stuff in a room that is built for breaking stuff. Now, you can go in there and buy the packages. They range in price from small, medium, and large. And the uh, the items available to smash can be anything from glassware, aluminum, wooden objects, uh, mechanical things. Or you can do the opt uh, bring your own box package where, say, you just got out of a messy relationship. Right. You want to bring this guy's uh, DVD collection over there, and you just oh. smash it. Custom. So, I like it. That is interesting. So we it has been documented that cursing actually actually does make you feel better. Like if you stub your toe or whatever, it, re- it releases a painkiller. Yeah. Releases painkillers and endorphins in your brain. Now I suppose that similarly happens when you smash stuff because that is a ten- There's a tendency to want to do that. Absolutely. 
Yeah, it makes perfect sense to me. What does it cost? Did you mention that? But you don't uh, want to destroy stuff in your own home. You don't want to do it in front of people. So you, you pay this money to go to this place and smash their stuff. Yeah, this article does not offer a range of prices. I would actually like to try that once. See if I walk out of there thinking, God, i got to do that once a week. That was awesome. Well, I'd hearken back to your days on the links, Jack, helicoptering a golf club when yeah. you've had enough. Yeah. it's There's a reason that happens a lot. Because it makes you feel better. Yeah, because you want to. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I actually think a big part of the feeling better of this is you are going through a physical, you're exercising. You're swinging a sledgehammer. You're throwing stuff against the wall. You're probably doing a little bit more exercise, quote unquote, tricking your body into it. So yeah. you get that kind of uh, endorphin rush from that as well. So one time in high school, I threw a club. I threw clubs because I thought it was funny in high school. I don't, I don't know if I ever threw a club because I was mad. Really? I threw them because I kind of thought it was funny. Really? I hit a bad shot and I'd throw my club and everybody would laugh. Huh. One time I, uh, I play in the clown. Yeah, play in the clown. I piloted my uh, pitching wedge or something like that, and it went really, really high, and it li- and landed and stuck in the green on the <laughs> next hole in front of several members. On at the, the next uh, hole. On the next hole. Mm. And it's 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 stuck upright in the green in front of some of the members who uh, who didn't think it was cool or funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, both for destroying the green and because I could have killed them. <laughs> yes. Yes. So then when I got... You and Al Franken with your hilarious gags. <laughs> so when I got back to the clubhouse, my uh, my golf coach, who was really, really a good dude, one of my favorite people I ever met in all of academia, he was really a good dude, he could just tell by the way I walked or the way I was acting or whatever, he could tell that that <laughs> the punishment had already been dealt out. I had mm-hmm. learned my lesson. There was, no, there was no need. Well, I know you don't like to talk about this, but maybe you should mention that you were born with a tail and that it was between your legs. <laughs> well, you can tell this. I've noticed you can tell this as a parent. You can tell by the way they react, whether like you need to like explain to them what they did wrong or it needs to be a punishment or they they get it. Right. They feel really bad. <laughs> They're unlikely to do it again. Sometimes the sad shake of the head is devastating enough. Yeah. So I walked into the clubhouse. The coach was standing there with my club in his hand because the members had taken it and turned it in. Oh, and uh, found this club. Yeah. Want to know where? More or less. He <laughs> said, uh, you're looking for this. And I said, yeah. And uh, he handed it to me, and I walked out, and that was it. And I never threw another club. Wow. Which is what I think he expected to happen. Mm. Yeah. That was a good story. That was embarrassing. Mm. I'm sure glad I didn't hit one of them in the head, kill an old person. Mm. That would have been a different story. If only I had time to tell a story of my buddy Bobby Diamond, who when we were playing golf at the club where we both worked, he threw a club in the tree, and uh, it stuck in the tree. And he knew, uh uh-oh, I can't leave that up there. So he hurled a uh, sand track rake up there and that stuck <laughs> and then he threw another rake and another and he finally walked away with similar body language to you after there were three rakes and a golf club <laughs> up in the tree which yes was quite the scandal and one more story i played in high school with this guy and he was a uh, an odd dude really nice guy but an odd dude he drove a he drove a milk truck to school one of those things you stand oh, yeah. in like yeah. an old timey like a little van thing. That's what he drove. He was he was not dude. a dairy distributor. That no. was just his vehicle. That was his vehicle. But anyway. Fabulous. Every shot he hit was bad because he was a bad golfer. Yeah. And then he would throw his clubs and start cursing. And he would curse for like multiple minutes. <laughs> just, mother, stop, stop, shut up, stop, Throwing his clubs and kicking the ground. And I would laugh so hard I could not breathe. I would be lying on the ground just trying to catch my breath. God, mother, and he'd do it every shot for hours. Yeah. He had no limit to how long he could do that. <laughs> oh, my God, I thought that was funny. 
I think at some point you'd think you'd just accept that that's the kind of golfer you are. You know, it's, it, I remember it wasn't pointed at me, thank God, although it could have been. I heard of a, a pro saying to another guy, you're not good enough to get that mad. Right. Saying, you hit lots of bad shots. Let's not pretend otherwise. Calm the hell down. Yeah. It's a little devasta- devastating when you hear that first time. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm definitely in that category. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Al Frank and Roy Moore, supporters and opponents, continue battling it out in the court of public opinion. Got a new Thanksgiving tradition. Hosts charging their guests for dinner. I like it. And top grossing music tour this year may surprise you. Coming up minutes from now, Armstrong and Getty. So at the, do you do it at the end of the meal? You got to do it before the meal, right? So is this separate checks or uh, one check? Did you just say that at the end? Everybody looks when at When they're, they're hungriest and they sat down, that's when you tell oh, them, no. Make them pay up front like it's a buffet. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, stay tuned for that story coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Now, Andy, did you hear about this one? So I got this text. So you guys are talking about Al Franken's accusers, but none of Trump's accusers. We we did talk about Trump's accusers yeah. earlier in the show. Yeah, to the point that Trump fans were angry with us. So I, anyway, shut up. I expect that to be a big story today and this weekend, I think. I could be wrong, but it seems like if I'm one of Trump's accusers, I get in front of a microphone this weekend while it's, while it's hot again. And since he jumped into it, let's get the news now with Marshall Phillips. Well, we got several women now who work for Minnesota Senator Al Franken. They are vouching for him after allegations of sexual harassment were made by a radio host. The women coming out in favor of Franken say they, he's always been a gentleman around them. What? That means something, don't you think? That helps that you. he doesn't rape everyone. Well, well he hasn't I'm, raped anyone. I'm sorry. <laughs> he he apologized. Yeah. The, the 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 lady said, "I accept his apology, right. and I don't want him to step down." Right. That helps him a lot. Right. Al Franken's an asshat, but he's no Harvey Weinstein. Oh God, no! They're, they're completely different categories. That's one of the problem with this whole wave of. Uh, enlightenment that we've got going yeah, on, right. which I think in general is good, but there's a lot of rapists, you know, felony crimes yep. getting lumped in with behavior that's not appropriate in the workplace, but no crime whatsoever. Right, right. Uh, speaking of which, Al Franken championed a Minnesota rape survivor's bill. Now she wants a new sponsor. She wants him off the bill, which is a little uncomfortable. Hey, do we have that Molly Hemingway clip from the, where was she from the National Review, one of your conservative publications, but they were talking yeah. about Al Franken. And she jumped in with what I thought was a, a well-spoken point. This is a delicate situation, given the allegations against Donald Trump, too. But what really needs to happen here, I think, is care for the Alabama voter, who is in a very bad situation there. People need to be thinking about them. But also, I think we really need to take some deep breaths and think through how to handle these allegations. You cannot have a situation where society forms mobs in response to allegations and executes punishment immediately. We should think about why we have good systems in place to handle these things in a in a little bit more judicious manner. And that's something that affects everybody across the political spectrum, but nobody seems interested in it because they're just trying to see how they can get political advantage. Well said. Well said. Meanwhile, you got President Trump taking a rather partisan approach, people are saying, to sexual assault allegations, choosing to criticize Democratic Senator Al Franken, but not Senate Republican candidate Roy Moore. 
Moore facing a string of charges from women who claims that he sexually assaulted or harassed them when they were teenagers. I got to admit, Moore definitely seems like a bigger perv than Frank. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, God, yeah, not even close. If you're going to believe, you know, at all the accuser. Moore showing no signs, though, of ending his defiance in the face of calls for him to get out of the race, vowing not to give up the fight, he says, for his beliefs and all Alabamans. Yes, I have taken a stand in the past. I'll take a stand in the future, and I'll quit standing when they lay me in that box and put me in the ground. He, if you believe the women that accused him, yeah. and I think I do, he should be in jail or certainly be monitored <laughs> to keep him away from uh, junior high girls at the mall. I don't think Al Franken should be in jail. Maybe he shouldn't be the senator from Minnesota. Minnesotans can decide that. But, yeah, they're, they're apples and oranges. But it's interesting. What do you think of Trump joining in one of them and not the other? He either got to stay out of both or get into both, don't you? I think it was extremely unwise, and I think he will pay a price for it. And you think that'll be uh, coming up over the weekend? You think uh, that uh, more accusers or the old accusers will come back out and say, I want to bring up what Donald Trump did to me? Or I, it's, uh, you know, it's possible. It just depends. It's going to turn your life into something of a zoo for a while. You may have, uh, you know, factions of the Internet coming yeah. after you, et cetera, et cetera. It's not without cost coming forward into the international spotlight. Um, so I don't know which way it'll go. I mean, like, uh, what's her name? The the radio personality slash model who came forward about right. Al Franken. Um, she finally had enough. She was emboldened by the current mood, et cetera, et cetera. A lot of these women have already come forward on the Donald yeah. Trump thing, and a guy got elected president. So do they want to take one more shot? We'll see. Or do they want to risk it? Yeah. Well, with the Harvey Weinstein, there, there, Weinstein, there are women that had come forward before, right? And it didn't go anywhere. This time they came forward, and it worked. It, you know, it went somewhere. Well, it's really starting to trend. The Thanksgiving dinner fee. Can you imagine asking each of your relatives or guests for thirty dollars as they enter your house this Thanksgiving? It's imagine it. Hell, I'm planning on it. <laughs> apparently, it's a thing that more and more people are doing these days. It all started when a Twitter user noted that her aunt. Charges family members $30 a plate. <laughs> then the internet blew up. BuzzFeed wrote an article about it, and one reader commented, Well, my family doesn't charge, but whoever made dinner keeps all the receipts, and then everyone splits the final bill. Well, it's still charging. That's fairly equitable, though. I mean, yeah, yeah, I've never been in it. I've never seen anybody charge, but you do spend a lot of money and an unbelievable amount of time if you decide to host a. Uh, a Thanksgiving with a bunch of people. Well, well, how about everybody bring something? You know, let's, let's just do it that way. All you do is bring your good attitude. Ah, <laughs> uh, no can do. Um, <laughs> what about is is uh, how about what's the uh, bar situation for my thirty dollar bill? <laughs> so yeah, is the uh, the wine included in that? Uh, I don't like to charge by the plate because I can make a plate that has tons of food, and somebody else yeah. can make a plate that doesn't have much food on it. That's why I charge by the pound. Everybody gets on the scale before right. dinner and after right. dinner. That's and a great idea. Just, it's it's the, it's the most <laughs> fair way to do it from my view. And way no going to the bathroom either. That's oh. cheating. No, no, no. The scale's actually right outside the bathroom. Oh, right? Aunt Kathy, I'm glad you. Like the food you gained twenty pounds. Wow, you're one eighty five now. Hey, Aunt Kathy's one eighty five. <laughs> Fantastic. That's sixty five dollars. 
And anybody got any guesses as to which rock and roll band had the top grossing tour of the year? Mm. Any guesses? Mm. It's it's got to mm. be one of those Grand Funk Railroad into the career retrospective ones, yeah, right? Probably. What's left of the Eagles? I don't know. They didn't play that many shows. No, nah, they didn't. Uh, Talk to me. The Doobie Brothers. I don't. You <laughs> two and Coldplay came in second. Yeah, and I was going to guess Coldplay originally, but uh, yeah. second and third. It turns out Guns N' Roses has the really? top tour of the year. No wow. kidding. Wow. They're not in this lifetime trek has grossed more than $400 million wow. since it kicked off a little over a year ago. Wow. And did they put out new music or are they doing all on the old stuff? I think it's all on the old stuff. Wow. We're going to replay Chinese Democracy. From <laughs> no. <laughs> Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. There you go. That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the voice of the West. You know, it's kind of life-affirming. It's kind of beautiful that even bitter, decades-old loathing can be set aside if there's enough money involved. Is it Axel and Slash? Oh, Thanks. yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, is he a uh, part of the thing? Is he straddling? Anybody know? One of the great stage names ever. <laughs> I think as long as you have Axel and Slash, you can pull it off. I think so. It'd be good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Duff. What's his name? The other guy? Ringo? <laughs> What's his, uh, what do they look like now? They're older. Well, yeah. Axel's, Axel's kind of fat. So he still got the really long hair? Yeah. Does he How still fat dance? is he? Does he still dance seductively? Oh, boy. In the really low-slung type jeans? A lot of bandanas. A lot of bandanas. Like, Undulating his hips across the stage. Yeah, they, they dangle a ham in front of him. And he gyrates. They he dangle a ham in front of him? What? That's completely unfair. Uh, Show should have ended ten minutes ago. I'm sorry. Uh, You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. President Trump reportedly joked to House Republicans today that he only likes between 30 to 40 percent of them. Don't worry, he says that all the time, said his kids. <laughs> I got to admit that. <laughs> Who was it made the joke that uh, the president's so mad at Donald Jr. he demoted him to Eric? Oh, that's hurtful. Oh. I don't know why yes. I find that line of humor so funny, but those make me chuckle almost every time. Well, you know, they're, they're grown-ups. They're powerful. They're wealthy. You get to take shots at them. Decent point. They're wealthy, powerful grown-ups. Yeah. They'll be all right. Yeah. I would be all right. It's not like it's, you know, Amy Carter we're leveling our, our jibes at or anything like that. Well, I'm not leveling mm. jibes at anyone. I'm... Make your jokes, Saturday Night Live. I'm a 40-year-old gazillionaire. I'll be okay. So uh, I, this was powerful. I'm I'm looking at the Atlantic piece, reckoning with Bill Clinton's sex crimes, and then this piece was written by uh, Brooks Singman on Fox News. And you you know you'd expect Fox to be taking shots at Bill whenever possible, but it's a pages long article about the hypocrisy of um, you know taking some accusers seriously and not others. Which yes, absolutely, I know. There's the Trump accusers. What do we do with them? What do conservatives, what do Republicans, what do Trumpkins do with, Trump fans do with them? I don't know. we got to work this all out. But, but is there anybody who's accused Trump of uh, anything like rape, like Juanita Broderick did with uh, Bill Clinton? 
No, no. Is there anybody saying Trump brought himself out like uh, Paula Jones says Trump did in the hotel room? He just took it out? Unwanted touching and kissing. Okay. I mean, that's not cool, but it's not the same thing as actually taking it out right in front of her in the hotel room or pushing a girl up against the wall and uh, raping her. Yeah. Like what, she's been, he's been accused of. Don't know that he did it, but I don't think anybody's accusing Trump of that. Right. And and what a, I think a lot of guys, uh, they'll write their, their angry emails or whatever. What a lot of you guys don't get is that if a guy does that, if he's J-O-ing in front of a woman, Ooh. all of a sudden without invitation out of nowhere, that is so out of normal, out of bounds. The woman is thinking... Oh my God! Anything could happen sure right now, up to and including terrible physical injury. So it's it it unleashes a horrific amount of fear that this person is so crazy they're doing this. What are they crazy enough to do as well? So anyway, that's that's what I think some of you miss. But anyway, was Bill governor at the time he took it out in front of Paula Jones allegedly? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah governor so. of the state. Well, wow. Chelsea Handler, who's a thing for reasons that escape me. Tweeted, imagine being molested by an older man. Then that man denies ever doing it and then goes on and gets elected to the United States Senate. She's talking about Roy Moore. What kind of message does that send to young girls everywhere and men to all the men who abuse women? Well, Juanita Juanita Broderick tweeted back at her. Yeah, at Chelsea Handler, I can imagine. I was raped by the Arkansas Attorney Governor, Attorney General, who then became Governor and President of the United States. And NBC held my interview explaining the rape until after his impeachment hearing. But I'm sure you don't want to go there. Well, to her credit, Chelsea Handler responded, I'm sorry, I'm just seeing this. You are right, and I apologize to you for not knowing your story. Democrats, along with Republicans and the rest of the world's political parties, all need to do better and respect the firsthand accounts of victims. I believe you. You know, there was a a, a bit of a mood, I'm guessing, among Democrats to want to figure out a way to get beyond the Clintons anyway. After, uh, oh, Donna Bra- yeah. after Donna Brazil came out and Bernie got screwed and that whole thing. And I think this makes a really good and legitimate excuse for... That's it. Well, and let's the not Clinton forget Hillary is, losing an unlosable race. Yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah. I think this allows everybody to say, with very good moral cover, um, legitimate moral cover, to say that's it. The whole Clinton thing, the Clinton era is officially, probably as of yesterday, with that New York senator coming out and saying he should have resigned, the Clinton era may be completely over. You no longer have any power right. in Democratic politics. I, I've got to believe that's that the case. That may be true. Meanwhile, at the Daily Beast, they're saying no blanking way is Joe Biden doing anything. You could publish a coffee table book of him with his hands in completely inappropriate places or his nose in women's necks. And they're really? just not into it. Oh, yeah, you don't remember that? He's all oh, God. That's his thing. He's, he's draped all over women who look like they want to puke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's done. Forget it. Mm. He's an old man. Night. No, it's cutting both ways. It's about power. It's about it's about power. God, how many times do we have to tell you? Quit with the whole R versus D thing. They're all stealing from you. Gain and weight for Thanksgiving. You're going to weigh people. Somebody said this is a true fact. I don't know if it is. Um, the maximum weight the average human can gain in a day is three pounds. Bull S. You don't think so? Challenge accepted. You got five. <laughs> you got five hundred dollars on I'm that not proposition. I don't, I don't. I'm not. talking to whoever wrote it. Okay. 
It's going to cost you 500 bucks because I'm working really hard to lose weight, but I'll gain you more than three pounds, please. In a day? Oh, sure. I'll gain three pounds in the show. <laughs> I might be able to do it in a single meal. <laughs> one this- bite. I can do it in one bite. Gain that weight. Awesome. Hey, guys going to do your, uh, your final thoughts now? Hmm? Give uh, one last little amusing one-liner quip? Hmm? Give us all a little uh, last-minute chuckle before the yeah. 9 o'clock hour passes us by. Hmm? Yeah. Give uh, give everyone one last chance to uh, get what's eating them off the chest. Hmm? Maybe even a valuable life lesson discerned from the new stories of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you guys go ahead and do that now. <laughs> Here's your host, Joe Getty. All right, let's get a final thought from Michelangelo. Michael, lead us uh, off. i got to start training for Black Friday. I'll be jumping over aisles, grabbing $20 DVD players and off-brand TV sets. Yes. Lots of fun. One week from today. <laughs> yes. uh, Marshall Phillips, your final thoughts. Yeah, I'm going to be visiting the butcher this weekend. Going to get all the uh, makings for the Crock-Pot Butter Beef. And then on Monday, we'll take those and shoot a video me decked out in a chef's hat going through the intricate preparations for this culinary treat. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I'll save it. Sean, uh, final thought. If you have any interest in uh, the creative process or movie making in general, you should check out the documentary on Netflix, Jim and Andy. I can't wait to watch it. It looks fantastic. Cool. Jack, what's your final thought for us? I'm rushing off uh, kindergarten's putting on some sort of little before Thanksgiving break presentation, like they've been rehearsing their lines and that sort of thing. Of I guess these things are generally about as cute as cute gets. Oh, yeah. Like, so cute it hurts. Yeah. Just yeah. fantastic. I want to hear your published review of it. Yeah. On Monday. Uh, I'm going to cheer loudly for my kid's line. Yeah! Nailed it! <laughs> oh, boy. You're that dad. My final thought is uh, Judy and I have decided, yes, we are going to venture up into the hill country in spite of the snow. It could be treacherous. could be dangerous. Uh, if we have to go down her party, I love her very much, so I'm not going to kill her and eat her. I am instead going to eat myself. <laughs> I am going to start with my left leg. It's never done me any good. <laughs> Only gotten in the way. That's right. <laughs> hey, you're no right leg. <laughs> Uh, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people, thanks a little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. Our contact info's there. We'd love to hear from you. If there's something we ought to be talking about on Monday, send it along or share your thoughts, whatever. We will see on Monday. Is Trump going to get beat up this weekend? We'll see. God bless America. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from not planning, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. But now the time has come to go. If this still cop was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.